Morning, Anthony Albanese. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be with you, Marcus. Yeah, you too, Albo. I just played some audio. I want to play it for you as well. Uh, it goes for about 15 seconds. It's probably the most uninspiring uh, bit of audio that I'll play from a politician. Here we go. The most important thing is this is about, first and foremost, the people of Australia, um, then the people of regional Australia, and uh, to be brought about by that wonderful team, the Nationals. Are you awake, Anthony? Have I still got you there? I mean, how inspiring is that? Well, everyone knows that this has always only been about Barnaby. It hasn't been about the people of Australia. This is uh, an act of self-indulgence at a time when we're still dealing with a pandemic. Of course, the last time that Barnaby Joyce tried to seize the leadership of the National Party was at the height of the bushfires. Uh, this is someone who is self-obsessed, who never has the, the national interest at the, the heart of what his actions are, and I think that showed yesterday. Well, we've had so many changes to the Nationals' leadership. Uh, I think it might have been on the cards after the lacklustre performance last week of the acting Prime Minister Michael McCormick. He, you know, he was dignified yesterday, but I don't know whether it's the right move to replace him with a bloke who's failed previously. Well, he's, he's failed consistently uh, when he was shadow, in charge, charge of finance. Um, he mixed up. He couldn't know the difference between his billions and his trillions. Uh, when he was a minister, he promised to build dams and to do all these things and nothing, nothing happened. Uh, he was uh, someone who uh, has, I, I think, just put forward some quite extraordinary propositions on climate change. He just doesn't think it's real and uh, wants to back uh, new coal-fired power stations. There'll be enormous tension within the coalition as a result of this. When you say enormous tension, why? Is that because, uh, I guess, uh, Scott Morrison is finally waking up to the idea that we do need to set a target by at least, uh, you know, 2050 at the very la- at the very latest? Otherwise, we're, we're quite simply, you know it, Anthony, we're going to be left behind by other developed nations. They'll start to not want to take us seriously. I mean, you could see at the G7, uh, you know, it was almost embarrassing to be perfectly honest uh, here's every other developed nation in the world setting targets wanting to protect our planet and do something about the transition to renewables and yet scott morrison's sitting there on a lump of coal well the, the fact is that the rest of the world are, are moving and boris johnson is no radical socialist uh, this is the leader of uh, conservative britain uh, the leader of the conservative party who, like Margaret Thatcher before him, understands that climate change is a threat to our economy and to our way of life. And there he was uh, in a press conference with Scott Morrison, arguing what Australia's position should be, and and Scott Morrison struck silent, uh, just standing behind him. Uh, It was uh, quite embarrassing for us, the fact that Scott Morrison could not get a meeting with Joe Biden, the President of the United States, one-on-one. The first time I've ever seen that happen. Uh, Every other Australian Prime Minister has had no difficulties in having one-on-one meetings with our most important ally. And yet uh, climate change, undoubtedly, is, uh, is a real barrier. And what's more, 
we're missing out on the opportunity that's there. Good action on climate change will create jobs, particularly in regional Australia. And Barnaby Joyce is just someone who, who isn't just stuck in the past. He yeah. wants to drag the rest of Australia back there just to keep him company. How are we uh, travelling, Anthony? As you know, in uh, Victoria in the last uh, couple of weeks, we've had an outbreak and a, a, a quasi-lockdown. Sydney at the moment, uh, I mean, we're battling on the on the eastern seaboard, particularly around the Bondi-Wallara area, again with another minor outbreak. All of these bloody outbreaks stemming from hotel quarantine. Last time I checked, uh, the Hilton in Sydney was built for tourists, not for quarantining against the most uh, deadly pandemic of our lifetimes? Well, there have now been 24 outbreaks from hotel quarantine. This government had two jobs this year, to fix hotel quarantine and to roll out the vaccination program effectively. Uh, Just 3% of Australians are fully vaccinated, three in every 100. And the hotel quarantine system continues to fail, it continues to lead to lockdowns and restrictions on our activity, and the government continues to to not accept responsibility. They had a phone hook up yesterday with all of the the state premiers who all said we have issues with supply of the vaccine. Mm. And uh, the press conference afterwards, uh, Scott Morrison's uh, uh, spokespeople that he's appointed, uh, we're out there saying, oh, well, there's, there's, there's no more demands from the uh, state and territories. What nonsense. Uh, they've all been crying out uh, for quarantine. Well, they've almost uh, been bickering over who's had the, the most or the least. I mean, Gladys Berejiklian is calling out, uh, demanding, in fact, that uh, New South Wales receive its fair share, considering we've got the issues in the eastern suburbs. Of course, when we had the, the problem in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago, they got extra doses. I'm a little worried as well, before I let you go, Anthony, about the well, the take-up now, given the, the change of advice, now that's not necessarily the government's fault. Of course, uh, health advice does change from time to time. We need to follow it. Health advice does change. But i tell you what, Marcus, four jobs. Fix national quarantine, roll out the vaccine, have a public information campaign, and then produce our own mRNA vaccines. They're the four things the government should have been doing from a year ago. Now, the public information campaign, this is a government that has spent a billion dollars on advertising and has no effective advertising campaign to promote the use of the vaccine. It's just extraordinary. And yesterday, uh, you had uh, one of the the people in charge saying, oh, well, we're we're waiting till we get more supply Mm. before we roll out a public information campaign because otherwise we won't be able to keep up with an increased demand. I mean, for goodness sake, this, this, this virus has been around now since the beginning of 2020. Uh, we're now in uh, late June 2021, yeah. and they just haven't got their act together right. on those basics. All right, Anthony, good to have you on. I appreciate it. Uh, busy couple of weeks ahead. Chat soon. Thanks. Thanks very much, Marcus. All right, there he is, uh, Federal Labor Leader Anthony Albanese.